It don't cost a bit more to dream big than it does little. Today I will have my faith built by the Word of God. I will not allow my past to control my future. God has given me my dreams to look forward to and my faith as a means by which I will arrive. I will dream big because I serve a big God. Somebody give Him a big hand. Amen. You may be seated. Look at somebody and say this. Don't quit. Come on, tell somebody else. Don't quit. We all want to succeed in life. Amen. And it always feels good to experience success. But the world's definition of success and failure, I believe sometimes are backward to what they are in the spirit. And I'm going to elaborate on that. Too often the difference between success and failure isn't intelligence or how much understanding or if you would book learning that you have it's our willingness to keep going do you understand a lot of your success in the kingdom is just merely not giving up because you can't succeed on your own anyway if we will be faithful to him he will supply what we need When we develop this don't quit, look at somebody else and tell them don't quit. When we develop a don't quit attitude, even when things don't look good, we might just be pleasantly surprised at the results. Because if you will stay in faith, you don't have to see circumstances perfectly figured out. All you have to do is know that God is your God and He has the last say. Amen? Talent and intellectual aptitude only take you so far. I'm thankful for smart people. I'm thankful for talented people. It's good to be talented. It's good to be smart. But we've all heard about talented people and smart people that fizzle out because they don't have what it takes to keep going. How many incredibly smart people do you know that could be working a job? I'm not even talking spiritually, but they could be working a job and they could be attaining so many great things in the world, but they just plain old lazy. Has anybody ever met any lazy people? Y'all being quiet, it might be you, reckon? Huh? If you don't amen me, I'm liable to think it's you. See, here's the thing. I, I saw this the other day, and I wrote it down, and I wanted to share it with you. The same boiling water softens a potato. It will harden an egg. The same water that will... Soften the potato, hardens the egg. What's what's the point, Pastor? The point is, it's more about what you're made of than the circumstances. Come on, somebody. See, I want to be one of those that it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter how hot the, the situation goes. It doesn't matter how hot the boiling water is. I want to be the one that comes out in the way of protected and perfected the way God wants me to be. And that isn't, 
That isn't because of what I'm going through. It's because of what's in me. I said it isn't because of what I'm going through. It's going to happen because of what's in me. The difference is made is when, when we push forward despite disappointments. How many, is there anybody in here, I'm just going to ask this question. Has anybody ever been disappointed in life? Raise your hand. Yeah, if you didn't raise your hand, I hope your hands just hurt because you, surely you wouldn't lie. Because everybody has been disappointed. Amen? How many's ever had a setback in life? Raise your hand. The difference between those that go forward after disappointment and those that go forward after a setback is the desire and the, the, the fortitude that is inside that particular person. The Sunday after LaDonna went to heaven, I didn't want to preach. I'm just going to tell you, I didn't want to preach. I had a lot of people tell me, you shouldn't do that. And I'm not bragging on me. I'm just telling you, a lot of people said, you got every right. But I knew that I had to make a declaration to High Praises Church, to Jesus, and to the devil. It may have been a seven-minute sermon, but you know what? We got the point across, and we're here today. I'm so thankful that we don't quit because situations are disappointing to us. I'm so thankful that I serve a God that said, I'll be with you always, not just on the good days. So in other words, maybe you've had some disappointments, setbacks. Maybe you hauled off and made a huge mistake in your life. But guess what? Turn around and look at somebody and say, I'm still here. I'm still here. You know what? I'm here by the grace of God. I'm here by the power of God. I'm here by the strength of the Holy Ghost that's inside of me. The Holy Ghost helps us keep going. How many know we need the Holy Ghost? When you make your mind up to keep going, that decision always involves the godly trait of patience. How many love patience? Well, I do love patience. But how many love getting patience? I don't like getting patience. Because through trials you get patience. But you know what? I'm thankful for patience. I'm thankful for going through something and holding on. I said holding on. Somebody said don't quit. See, we see this in Abraham, when, when he continued to move forward despite the great adversity. If you have your Bibles, go to Hebrews, the, the sixth chapter, in verse number 15. Hebrews 6, 15 said, And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Hebrews 6, 15. After he had patiently endured... He obtained the promise. Patience can be defined as being constantly, consistently the same in all circumstances. You ever met somebody that one day they're as high as a kite and the next day low as a whale's belly? You ever met anybody like that? Well, if you ain't saying amen, it might be you. You ever met anybody like that? See, I want to be the kind of person... It doesn't mean that I'm never going to have a bad day. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to be disappointed. But I promise you, in the middle of my disappointment, I want to raise my eyes and say, God is still God. 
in the middle of my bad day, I still want to have the fortitude and the power of the Holy Ghost that if somebody comes up to me in the middle of my bad day and needs me to speak a word of encouragement to them, I will stand on Ephesians 6, 8 and I will do to them and know that whatever I make happen in somebody else's life, God makes happen in my life. It doesn't matter the circumstance. God doesn't change. So therefore, I won't change. Perseverance is never easy. Somebody say amen. Perseverance is never easy. And we need perseverance. We need it on a natural level and we need it on a spiritual level. But it's much more important on the spiritual level. You know why it's more important on the spiritual level? Somebody say this with me. I am a spirit. I live in a body. And I possess a soul. The things of the natural will follow the things of the spirit. I said the things of the natural has to follow the things of the spirit. If I, get, if I get settled in my heart that I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony, then my, 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 my confidence in the spiritual realm will make my natural realm follow suit. Amen? James 1.12. James, the first chapter, 12th verse says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. See, without solid commitment to what we believe in, persisting is difficult. That's why you need to get this out every day and remind yourself what you believe. What do you believe about sickness? What do you believe about hardship? What do you believe about your children? What do you believe about your church? What do you believe about, about who God is to you and who God is to others? What do you believe when it comes to finances? What do you believe when it comes to all the different things that hit us like a machine gun every day that we get up? What do you believe about this pandemic? And I'm not talking about political beliefs I'm talking about where did it come from what's it about is it from God I've heard people say it's God using this thing to teach us lessons I'm going to just tell you right now and this is not political this is just spiritual that's hogwash God doesn't use the devil's tricks to teach us lessons read your Bible the Holy Spirit's job is to teach us show us, guide us and I'm going to stand on the word because without a solid commitment to what we believe in I cannot persist somebody said don't quit don't quit to get what we want out of life you've got to be persistent to receive God's promises you've got to be persistent We need to endure when we're tempted to quit. Has anybody ever thought about quitting? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We have. But see, that's why the Word teaches us, and this is another good reason to get your Bible out, because the Bible says, cast down vain imaginations. 
Devil, I ain't quitting. I ain't giving in. The best is yet to come. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. I'm an overcomer, devil. What are you talking about, quit? I am a spirit. I'm not a natural body. So these pains, I just speak to them in the name of Jesus. Symptoms, you have to go. Back to hell where you come from. Amen? You say, Pastor, that's, that, 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 that's just all hype. No, it's word. It's word. You can get hyped up if you have a strong foundation to come back down on. Amen? My mama always said this. She said, don't show me how high you can jump until you show me how straight you can walk. When you hit the ground. Because the word will give you power. See, if this is all emotional stuff, if this is all sensationalism then we will quit at the first time that it gets really, really pressing. But I'm not a sensationalist. It, it is sensational, and so therefore I get emotional. But I'm not a sensationalist. I don't poke the bear of all the political stuff. I don't poke the bear of all the religious stuff. I don't. You know what? If I need to do anything with the bear, I'll just shoot him with the power of the Word. I will not mess around with the stuff that... That the devil wants us to play with to get us off track. I want to stay. That's the reason I don't talk about all those other things. Are they important? Sure they are. But you're smart people. Figure them out yourself. If you want to know what's going on in the news, turn it on. You ain't going to hear it from this pulpit. Why? Because those things can be distracting. You know, are you not concerned about everything? I'm concerned that we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And the Word says all the other things will fall in place. That's what I'm concerned about. It don't matter how much education we've acquired or how much money we have. The deciding factor is finding the courage to keep going. Somebody said, don't quit. So, this is what pleases God. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my brethren, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Somebody said, don't quit. Unmovable. Don't quit. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Don't quit. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. At some point, everyone has considered throwing in the towel. But you have to make a decision that you ain't going to quit. See, the exact time when we need to keep moving forward as a Christian you will be able to dig deep inside of you in that declaration and decision and go, you know what? Maybe you come up on a situation that you're madder than a wet hen. I mean, you're just mad. Has anybody ever got mad? Raise your hand. Who ain't raising her hand? You might be mad now. Huh? Because we've all been mad, right? But the anger is not... What is damaging? As a matter of fact, anger is an emotion that God gives us. And it's a trigger to help me know what my purpose is. Help me know what I, what I want to make a difference in. It's not that 
anger is a bad thing. It's not being in control or walking in temperance or self-control of that anger that throws this, this world into a spin today. Don't quit. The times that seem most hopeless are the times when breakthrough may just be around the corner. But don't get mad. Don't let anger deter you from your, the, 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 the path that God has for you. You know what? The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Hallelujah. Confidently being strong and never giving up is possible. Listen, when we're confident about what God said, that's what we must be confident about. Hebrews 10, 35 and 36. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience. Somebody say, I need patience. That after ye have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. God always rewards persistence in doing the right thing. Even if the initial cost is huge. See, you know that there is going to be an external pushback and a resistance when you're following God's lead. You know that. It's happened ever since the the beginning of mankind. You know that when you go forward, there's going to be an external pushback. So why do we always get so disappointed? Why do we get so sad? Why do we, when people resist us? You know, I've, I've heard this so much. Someone come to church and they get just really in and, 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 and really just covered up in the Spirit of the Lord and really seeking God's face. And they go back to their friend group and their friend group says, Hey, we're going out partying. You're going to go? And, and you go, Well... I don't want to party anymore. And you feel that resistance because what is that? Are they, do they not like you anymore? I don't believe that is. I believe what it is is they're resisting the God that's inside of you. But we take it personal. So we get our feelings hurt. I believe that you should never give up because of external pushback. If somebody pushes you away, look To where you are being pushed because God may have something new in your path that you never thought of before. Come on somebody. Don't be so surprised at the path of of, that is least traveled. That's the way I want to say it. The path that is least traveled. Don't be surprised when there's a few rocks and bumps and a few steep places that you have to Climb up. Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season you will reap if you faint not. See, whether whether we cave in, and this is a strong statement, but I want to make it. Whether we cave in or keep going is determined on our spiritual maturity level. Whether you cave in because somebody resists you or whether you keep going and you love them anyway, it might hurt. It hurts when people turn away from us. It hurts when they don't like who we are. 
But whether you cave in or keep going is determined on the spiritual level that you have inside of you. Here's the best news. We don't have to keep going alone. When I say don't quit tonight, I mean to tell you that there's a spirit of the Lord. Listen, you can lay down in in an empty room and be all lonely. But what you allow your mind to do will determine your next steps. What you determine in your mind and what you allow the devil to talk to you and to tell you, it's why atmosphere is so important to me. Because when I walk into my room or when I walk into this room, when I walk into whatever room, I want the atmosphere to emulate what I want to feel, no matter how I might feel at the moment. Are you with me? So we have to be disciplined and determined that we're going to set the thermostat and not be a thermometer. Amen? See, the difference in a thermostat and a thermometer, a thermostat makes the situation change. The thermometer only tells you what is already there. There's a lot of people going around telling, you, telling everybody what's already there. And you know what? I want to be the change. I want, to, I want to see people from High Praises Church and the kingdom of God walk into their schools and be the thermostat and not the thermometer. I want you to walk into your jobs, whether you're in this church, whether you're watching from another church. I want you to walk in to the place you work, and I want you to be the thermostat and not the thermometer. I don't want you to listen to all the mess that's going on and then fall right in. I've heard all my life, you mess around on the creek bank long enough, you're going to slide in. So therefore, we have to stand on top of the bank, so to speak, to where we're not pulled down by what everybody else is saying. Come on, somebody. I want to be the one that is able to pull somebody out instead of sliding in with them. I want to be the one that is able to speak a word of encouragement instead of just falling in with the same old, same old crowd. I want to be the one that when somebody, maybe they don't even say anything loud, but they see your strong love and walk with God, and then they come over to you after work and say, Hey, would you pray with me? Hey, would you help me with something? Hey, I've got something on my mind. Would you pray for me? And that gives you an opportunity. But what that means is we have to make a decision in the middle of all hell breaking loose that we ain't going to quit. We ain't going to slow down. We ain't going to give in. So today, I don't know what you're going through, but I can tell you who's going to walk through it with you. I don't know what people saying about you, but I can tell you what he's saying about you. He is mine. She is mine. Whatever. One more statement, then I'm going to pray. Asking for His intervention gives us strength that we need to succeed. So, when the tough get going, or when the going gets tough, sorry. When the going gets tough, the tough go to Jesus. When the going gets tough, the tough run to Jesus. Because he is the answer. He's the way you don't quit. He's the the way that you are able to stay in control of your emotions. Has anybody ever 
been super duper emotional and then allow the Holy Spirit to change you and, and then today you can stand and, and you can control your tongue not because you had the power but because you have turned over your power to the power of the Holy Ghost inside of you you say I'm not there yet pastor keep seeking him then keep seeking him then because you can do it somebody say don't quit Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now we want you to stay connected with our social. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at the High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at the High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.